Hey everyone, thanks for listening to Sex with Emily. On today's show, I'm here with my co-host Anderson and we're helping you navigate your dating, sex, and relationship questions. Topics include facing your fears and enjoying sex again, how to break the cycle of dating the wrong people, and guess what's more important to women than great sex? Tune in to find out all this and more. Thanks for listening. Back in January, I said goodbye to an old friend, my mattress. That mattress and I had been through a lot together. Ah, the memories. But I was in my new house and I knew it was time for a change. So I ordered a mattress from Casper.com. First of all, can I just say that ordering a mattress online was so much easier than going to a store, arranging delivery, wondering why they cost so much? Casper eliminates all of that. In a couple of days, my new mattress arrived in a box on my front porch. My Casper is so comfortable. It's just the right combination of support and bounce, and it uses a memory foam base with a breathable comfort layer on top. No springs, no strange sinking feeling when you lay down. Oh, and I had a guy sleepover recently, and per usual, we had a hot, sexy night. And the next morning, he told me that I gave him the most amazing night's sleep he's ever had. And I get it. I'm okay with that. I can't compete with Casper. So anyway, he got one too, and he won't shut up about how comfortable it is. I knew he'd love it. But if he didn't, it's okay. Casper has a 100-night trial period. They will pick it up for free and give him a full refund. With over 20,000 reviews and a 4.8-star rating, it's no wonder Casper is becoming the internet's favorite mattress. Now, for a limited time, you can save $50 on your purchase. Just visit casper.com Emily and use code Emily at checkout. Look into his eyes. They're the eyes of a man obsessed by sex. Eyes that mock our sacred institutions. Bedroom eyes. Hey, Emily, you got a boyfriend? Because uh, my man E here, he just got his heart broken. He thinks you're kind of cute. A girl's got to have her standards. Oh, my. Do women know about shrinkage? Isn't it common knowledge? What do you mean, like laundry? It shrinks? Can we not talk about sex so much? Are you kidding me? Oh, my God, I feel so good. Being bad feels pretty good. But you know, Emily's not the kind of girl you just play with. So, Anderson, mm. let's talk about what happened. Do you have it's, a boss that's going to yell at you if you don't open the no, show properly? I'm the boss. Right. So, let's just do it. This is so good. It's yeah. great to see you, Anderson. I haven't seen you in a while. Good to see you, Em. I was thinking that a lot's happened since I've seen you. Yeah. I've not heard from you. You haven't written. You haven't right? called out. You haven't texted me, really. You sound like my mother. You know what's going on there? I was in New York for uh-huh. a week. For right. work, I went there with Cosmo Magazine, uh-huh. flew me out for a really fabulous event. I was there for, I did a bunch of things when I was there, but this was one of the main things. And I met a lot of our fans on the East Coast. Right. A lot of them came to the event to meet me. They heard about the Cosmo event on the show and they all were Anderson fans. Oh, that's got a lot nice. of East Coast. You know what's funny? And I and I thought, God, I miss that guy. First of all, not fans, uh, listeners. They listeners. Listen. I don't have fanatics. I don't even like that word. I'm sorry. You guys listeners. are not fans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been doing these lovers. things called, this is a quick little plug for me real quick, but I've been doing these things oh, to make Jesus, uh, a couple you're gonna bucks. you're going to plug already? Called Chats with Andy. You can get them over uh, on my website, AndersonCallan.com. And you just, I just yeah, lost that. What? Chats with Andy is what, what I'm calling them. And I and I when I put Slow my down, son when chats? I put my chats with Andy. And when I put Who's, my son down oh, for Andy. a nap, I'm sitting in the backyard and I call uh, the listeners that that buy this chat with Andy. And I talk to him for like 20, 30 minutes. And I've been talking to people from all over the world. And a number of them found my shows from you. 
by listening to Sex with Emily. And they're like, I saw, I always ask the standard question, like, what show do you listen to? The Film Vault, After Disaster. And a number of them has said that they started, they found out about my stuff from listening That's to me great. on your show. So I said, great. Thank you for that. that. Yeah. That's really cool. So are you trying to say that people can go to chats? Oh, no, AndersonCowan.com is okay, my got it. website. And then they can buy time to chat it's with just, you on it, FaceTime? It's, it's is not it the FaceTime? cheapest thing, but it's 50 bucks, and I keep for my face off of it for like 30. No call has been under 30 minutes yet, except for Angela. I should charge everybody that much. Angela is about to have mom. her 60th birthday, okay. and she was uh, quick to get off the phone. She she valued my time, and she said, go back to uh, Atticus now. Go back to your son. That's sweet. You she, could just... We're 23 minutes. Call wow. Her. Sometimes they're going for like over an hour. Yeah. And you don't cut them off? Do you uh, like enter, put another crying. quarter in the machine? Like, do you charge them? I'm like a peep show. Yeah. Right. You're like a PR. You and you're, I'll do phone sets. You're like I mean, a 900 that's what number. You're into, Will you? No. Okay, so they're just calling. That's an, that's actually really interesting. It's fun. You can talk to about, you know, love line days. Uh, you, people have asked me, like, what's Emily really like? Is she really that sweet? And I'm like, oh, God, no. You should see her when <laughs> the mics turn off. Monster. They don't ask. No, me. I said, no, they actually did. And did. I say, uh, it's really fun to talk about you because you oh. are one of the most genuine, authentic people on air as well as off air. And you, you never have talked shit about anyone, I don't think. I don't. It's just I, weird. Like, I don't know what to talk to you about sometimes because I'm so used to talking shit about people about with the ladies. People. Yeah. And then I get, I'm hanging out with you and it's like, who would get talk shit about? You're I don't like, like talking got, shit about people. I got nothing. No, yeah. really. Like, everyone, you know, I just, we just do it to build ourselves up. You You're know, like anti Bra- Bravo. Like, you would not fit on a Bravo show. Although I was, ironically, on a Bravo show. And it didn't work because they wanted me to be a bitch and talk and fight and be right. say negative things. I'm like, I don't do that. Emily doesn't do bitch. I don't do that. Well, that's lovely, Anderson. I'm glad that you're being you're keeping busy at home and yeah. taking care of the child I'm while you're chatting to ch- people, right. having phone sex with your listeners. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. I'm really that's good. It's very innovative. Well, I'm happy to see what I was going to say though. So I was in New York and I was thinking to myself that you missed me. Because no, I'm aware. Okay, about and me. I was like, Lark, let's get in or let's. So I was like, I summoned you. Oh, that's and nice. I wanted you to yeah, be yeah. here, and you're here, and I'm happy. It's a little tougher was, these days because you, you know, you're far away, and I got the boy all day, and I'm a stay-at-home dad, right? Right. And uh, you guys have made it quite clear that uh, you don't have, you're not equipped to be able to uh, babysit the child. Well, let me just tell you that, that Jamie's still traumatized. <laughs> Are I had you to pay for her therapy. She's was in therapy for like the last six weeks now, ever since she had to watch your child for an hour. Not because told. your child's a bad child. Jamie's never held a kid before. Right. And that would be a lot to just uh, all of a ever. sudden. And you're like, here you go, boop. And you're like, he'll yeah. be fine. We'll give him a block. He's like, you can't do that. I did like, give him a block. Wh- yeah. Whatever you gave him. And it was really, Jamie like literally was like, I'm so sorry. Like she felt bad. It was stressful. Think, yes, it was stressful. Yeah. But you just can't to be just clear, drop a bomb like that on someone. In fairness to me. And she's got tweets to do and blogs. I got she's emails. The, yeah. I got plenty of emails uh, dating back to Madison. <laughs> Uh, saying, hey, gone now. I'm coming back. I, I'll come in, but I got to bring the boy. No problem at all. Many emails. I'm sure Lark saw emails as well. <laughs> it was not uh, a shock. But you remember that Madison left. Yeah. Yeah. But still, like I... You just assume anybody can emails? hold a child. I will pull emails I up. I couldn't hold a child. Like, listen, until my niece... I was 30 when my niece was born, mm-hmm. and that was the first time I held a child. I was like, oh, I get it. You got to get over man. It's, but, it's pretty uh, simple. She's mine, you know. It's, it's pretty simple. You okay, just put fine. your arms... So we'll train her, but next time, position. Jamie, she's fine. So um, you're fine now too, and we do welcome your child here. You know what? Next um, time, if I have to bring him, because the show is we important. can make an octagon out of dildos. I we could do that, and uh, I can also. Did we get that part? We, we were talking Tylenol. about your. Octa- I, I have Tylenol PM, so I'll just drug him up. You what? Oh, don't drag him up. Yeah, yeah, and then he'll just sleep. Okay, we'll work it out. But anyway, I'm I'm happy to see you, and that was it was it was funny though. We liked having a kid here that day, but I do love having your dog in my lap right now. So that feels really good. Mm-hmm. Um, Having Stanley feels good on your lap? Is oh, that yeah. what you're saying? I love him. I, I feel like I keep circling back to I just really need to get a dog because I what I really like in relationships, I mean, obviously sex is really important, but so I've been dating somebody. But you have. Not, yeah. Look at this. Ish. I know. talking about it on the show? 
right now I am. I just decided to. Really? Yeah. I mean, it's. Oh, What's God. he do? I'm not getting into that. Does he have kids? But I went on a vacation. No. Good. Oh. That's, that's probably a pretty good one. Because I can't imagine you holding his kids. Well, I wouldn't <laughs> drop them. Just because I drop Stanley sometimes doesn't mean I would drop them. No, I'm really good with kids, actually. I was just, my heart goes out to Jamie because she never held a child. You have to learn that skill. Uh-huh. You didn't want Atticus to be the training wheels. Like Atticus is my newborn son. And right. I guess he's not a newborn. He's like nine months now. But is he? Yes. Anyway, I went on vacation to Hawaii for a week. You're on your phone. I'm so I'm looking distracted. at large I'm emails. distracted I'm sorry. by your. D- I want to bring up the, the truth about oh, me dude, being upfront about the child. No, no, you guys are making it making it feel but like I walked into a you. walked into a movie theater with a child or something. That would be. Oh God, do you do that? No, fuck no. Okay, honey, we believe you. I get it. Madison used to. Madison was here, and she was like, "Great, bring him." Madison was no longer here. We didn't double check. You probably said to me. You said he'll be easy and sleeping, which I wasn't thinking to myself. Wait, your kid's only six months old. That's probably not true. Uh-huh. It's fine. Honey, you're fine. You're learning. You're a new father, new son. Jamie's, we're all learning together. Can okay. we just move okay. on? All right. I need, your, I need your focus. I'm undivided attention. I, I just told you about a guy. Now I don't even want to talk about it anymore. I changed just, my I mind. I asked what he did. You gave me the stop sign. doesn't matter what he does. What's he do? Let's just be honest. Does he collect does garbage? Matter? Yes. What's he do? No, I don't fucking know what he does. Nothing against anyone listening who collects garbage. It's a fine job. That gets to take naps now, too. You hear that? What? Yeah, garbage, uh, at least in L.A. County, they sued because they weren't allowed to take naps during their breaks, and now they can. Really? All right, sorry to, do, really? to digress. Let's, That's uh, what you would do. Really? Really. I want right. to start imitating you. Where really? is this guy? What's what, Does he live around here? How many dates? Oh, God. Does he massage Wait, you? Let me make back you drinks? Up. No, not enough. Mm. And so I've realized, <laughs> does he make you drink? Massage? No, I mean, touches, but I just feel like... That a lot of the benefits of having an animal, having a pet, mm-hmm. things that I like like that, like right. cuddling and yeah. having like a per- someone comes home and they're really happy to see you. And yes. just mostly it's the cuddling and the physical right. touch. I love it. And so that's why I was talking to my mom then, again about it. And she's like, so how's the sex with the guy? I'm like, it's good. I like him. But I really just, I, I would like to spend every night with someone. Possibly it's a dog. And we talked about this years ago when I right. had a dog. And she's like, maybe it's time you just get a puppy. It'd be good to get a puppy, but here's the thing: don't. He's have gonna that love this. I don't think he listens to the show, but I always get into this problem. Then he's gonna listen, and then actual human shit. relationship, or else you know, you'll be that weirdo that has. Oh, I'm not know? gonna get cats. Don't worry. So you're gonna take cats with nothing Joe. but animals, and uh, while you're dispensing sex and relationship advice, but you're going home to like a Stanley point two point I like that. Wait you're, a minute. How would you meet this guy? Was it on the on the internet? Who? I don't want to talk you about up? this. Hold on. I don't care. Uh-huh. So he's awesome. We've known each other for a long time. We're friends and we decided to like start hanging out. Well, and I really like him. That's and good. I also like dogs. Because you've taken a nice break and I think it's time that you get back out. Yeah, so I've I'm, taken I'm a break. Happy. So yeah. I've been dating and now I'm da- we've gone on vacation together, but we also have this history. I've known him for a really long time. It works. So we'll see what happens. And there's no like press. He knows me very well. Pressure. He knows my issues. Yeah. The other great thing is that we both like our time alone. Like right. we value that. So I'm all for the relationships now where you really don't necessarily have to move in together right right away or even ever and you can have your separate spaces and come together and this I think is, it's perfect this, these and are he's good geographically desirable when you when you already know them there's not like a whole lot of surprises like I've, had, I've been in a couple of those relationships and they're nice they're really nice yeah yeah so it's fun cool congratulations um, thank you but i was I'm gonna thinking, ask you plenty of questions off air and you will answer them yeah i will but here's what, another thing i was thinking about so we went on vacation what? and to hawaii oh, i thought you were gonna say mexico and you got a massage we did go to mexico oh no oh, we went two places i went to mexico for not the, weekend. the same place where you banged the masseuse <laughs> no okay i was like couple, i'm gonna be on for a few hours a couple's massage different place in mexico <laughs> okay. god i love that guy um <laughs> That was amazing sex. No, I did not. But but I had we went to Mexico. Um, mm-hmm. and wait, we didn't get massages. Did we? No. Oh come I on, man! Is, is your life that crazy? You can't remember if you got a massage in Mexico. Oh, I did. No, here's the thing. Not from him, but 
the place we stayed at is amazing. And we got, we went for a weekend and when we got there, they give you, they have a spot and they give you a massage. Like you walk in, you get off the plane and they're like, that's like part of the package. Yeah. But they're just like, here's a 20 minute teaser. Here's a shot of tequila. Have a massage. That's the thing in Mexico. They just feed you tequila. But they should do that. I feel like every hotel in the world, every place you, they should just give you a goddamn massage. You change, you settle in. You're like, I'm on vacation now. Can I have another shot? They're like, sure. And it's a great way to get you to use a facility calm your ass down. Yeah. So it was all good. What I thought about on both of these vacations is, well, one of the places didn't allow children, which was amazing. Oh yeah. You know what? I'm just finding those places now and it's too late for me. I know. But well, no, what I'm going to tell you is that it's really, really important uh-huh. for you at this point, even just nine months into having a child that you take time away without your son, yeah. with your wife. And you have to. I can't. Okay. But listen, you can, you and I'm telling it. you that I see this. No, I've been talking about it and researching this and talking to different couples. Well, you're talking to the wrong person because no. you got to talk to the wife because she's the one who has this connection. This is what I'm telling you. The wives don't think they can leave the kid. Yeah. Like, didn't your parents leave she's you? She's not worried about it. She Look just at us. Misses We're him. fine. We go see a movie. But and you know what? leaning over during the movie going, I miss my son. I'm like, yeah, I, well, I'm cool with the movie. Okay, well, here's the thing. <laughs> Right. I don't know. I think that this is where couples start to lose it. When they have kids, it happens right away. They have kids. I understand it's the most important thing. She has to be there. She's the mother. You know, you're the father. I get it. It's a child. You're trying to, right. it's a new experience for both of you. It makes You've sense. You've never been parents before. But I feel like this is when couples need to start prioritizing their sex life and their relationship and holding it in just as high regard as you do being parents. Especially right now, because my mom is living with us uh, while she's waiting for her house to go through escrow. So why can't you guys take a weekend? Yeah. I, or even a night? I booked one on the way on the way to the show today, actually, but it's going to be with the boy. I mean, I we're think taking you need the boy to take with one us. without the boy, because this is where couples... You don't have that time to bond. You need that. I can you see need what you're figure. saying. It's like going could, to the dentist. I could see it's that as being, important as going to the dentist uh, and getting your heart checked and all the other things you do if you're going to the gym. I could see that being an issue, but she works all day during the, during the week and she doesn't see him much. And when she does see him, and we're, we're good, we're doing we're quite healthy. We're making things work. In fact, just the other day, she goes, "You know what? It, it just occurred to me. We haven't had a fight since Christmas. It's July, and we haven't had an argument since Christmas." And that's great. So you're I best friends, that. but how's she your sex life? She was wrong. Life? We actually had an argument in February, but still, it's been a while. That's great. You know, Thought, but how's your intimacy levels? We're, we're good, but you know, mom's in the house right now, so it's a little tougher. What, what a great time to go away for a night! So, all I'm saying is that there's all these couple, and I would talk to them, and they're like, Yeah, we're on vacation in Hawaii, but our kids are here, so it's not really like a vacation. Look, I'm, and I'm so, down and for I it. feel like we all need vacation in life, but then we just the couples don't take totally time for this. I'm just saying it's important, and I was just checking in with you about that. I would love to, but I, I don't know if I could sell it to her because I don't think, she, like I just said, it's, it's hard to get her to go see a movie without him because she misses him all the time. She loves him. They got a really strong of bond. Of course she loves him and he's going to be there and she's a great mom, but I think that we're better parents um, when you take time for yeah. yourselves and that your kids, you know, they will see that and they will see you valuing your relationship and mom and dad like love each other and prioritize each other. I so will I'm try saying, and just, I'll try and sell her and I'll get back to you. thinking about you, you with you a know. young child. I really hope I can sell on her. On my own. vacation. Yes. I was thinking about you. That's very nice. Can we do sex in the news now? Yes, we can, but I got one more thing to say. Okay. So last week we had a show on July 11th and we had a question. I just want to make a clarification here. Okay. We actually decided to edit out the question. Corrections and retractions. Yeah, Yeah, here we go. Cool. Like New York Times. There was a question from an 18-year-old guy, John, in Minnesota about his 12-year-old niece and she had borrowed his phone and when she gave it back, he realized that she was searching for some stuff and she was looking at porn. Oh, naughty, naughty niece. he was very concerned about, you know, a minor, you know, looking at porn, which they do. And so... I just want to clarify my answer in this because Jamie was on the show and we were talking about a lot of different things that come up with that. But the first and foremost, it's important to always speak with the adult that's closest to the minor. So definitely speak to the parents of his niece 
and talk about it, tell them what happened. I just want to clarify my answer because um, we talked about a lot of things in that okay. show. And though I did say that, I don't know if it was that was as loud as it should have been. So talk to the parents. They always talk to the parents. Yeah, I would never guess a 12-year-old girl would be uh you know perusing really oh porn. Dude, but am i yes. wrong am oh I wrong? you're wrong okay. yes it's all, right. all that's what they do they get the all the ladies the in this room apparently did or do no i mean no but like i have like a godson when he was seven he was like pretty ladies with big boobs on yeah, his dad's yeah. the kids do that it. would be a funny segment on some show like what kids search for yes like boob girl right exactly he's like titties <laughs> blonde you know it's like it was bad so at all ages they're doing it now which is why more than ever parental controls on your phones and your computers all that stuff so important important yes mm-hmm. Uh, oh, but now, now, sex in the news. Sex in the news. Sweet. Eighty-eight percent of women will date a guy who sucks in bed if he can communicate. Oh, like you'd give that, you'd give in to they so give there in to was, that exactly. So this was the study that came out, and they surveyed people. They had a series of questions, and it was basically the percentage of people who would prefer their partner to be great in bed, or mm. that was the question. Like, would you prefer them to be a great cook right. or great in bed? Would you prefer them to keep the house clean and tidy or great in bed? So communication trumps all. Communication trumps all. I don't know. I mean, I feel like we're always saying like communication is really important. We need to talk to our partners about what we want in bed. And men said, what did men say? Yeah, both for men and women. They came out, but yeah, I, don't I was going to actually say what I would think that men would want sex long before communication. Like they wouldn't even care if she's the same. Lady. That's what's so surprising. No, I think that we all want to be able to have, be with someone who we want to communicate with and yeah. we want to be close. What about, and, what about communication through love? Right? Sex is a form of communication. Yeah, but I think right? that couples who communicate better, like I always say, mm-hmm. communication is a lubrication and that you have to be able to talk to your partner about everything. So ultimately what you're saying, both men and women, this study says would rather talk than bang. Well, I think that the more they talk and the more they really are. It's all woven. It's all together. Yeah. It's all woven together. Where is the study from? So this study, thank you for asking me, Anderson. It's uh-huh. from the UK. It's from the 1,500 UK. 1,500 people. Oh, in the U- it was from the UK, but it was people in the EU and the United States mm. about trade-offs, about how important sex is in a long-term relationship. So communication, the women, like I said, a vast majority of the women thought that communication was key in making a partnership last and the men were not so far behind. But here's the part that I love the most. Anything that substantiates great oral sex, I'm all for. Men and women would date someone not good at penetrative sex if they were very, very good at oral sex. 73% of women would give a partner a chance if cunnilingus were their specialty. Mm-hmm. They're special. Like that's in the end, we need just the mouths. We need to communicate with our yeah, mouths. I know. I'm thinking to, like this is all mouth centric. Like when you're looking for a partner, you should be like looking at their mouth more than any other part of their body. Exactly. Right. Like, can they talk and can they, they have, suck? Yeah. Not suck in bed, but suck on your. Right. Yeah. Suck on your. Yeah. And, and you know what? This what keeps they coming talk up while they're doing the oral. That's like the best of all worlds. You right? think some guy? I don't know. Well, I don't know if they like the communication and they like the oral. And <laughs> they're those like, are both let's the have a talk important. about yeah. who's going to be taking out, who's going to be folding the laundry now while and giving you a blowjob. Yeah. So you mean it's like, it's, it's <laughs> kind of more efficient. It's multitasking. Right. Right. They're like, I have a series of things to discuss today during our oral sex oral sesh. session. Yeah. But I think it's just, this just comes up all the time that oral sex, especially for women, like they're more likely to orgasm. And the thing that I thought about this is that also, even if you feel like you're not great at oral sex, I do think that it takes some practice. Yeah, it takes practice for sure. Let me ask you this. Do you think that hands with lubrication could do the same thing that a mouth could do? Um, if done with if skill. If done correctly with skill, yes. Right? Um, yeah. I feel like sometimes you don't need to put the mouth down there. You can do pretty much everything with the hands. Depends on the person, right. on, the, on the vulva that, I think, I think that, we put that too you're much diddling. Down. I'm talking about men to women, too. I'm talking about the cuddling. No, I actually was picturing men to women. I wasn't Not even picturing hand job. I wasn't yeah. even picturing hand job. Hand job different, I think. But I think for a, a, 
for the for the the guy could use his hand if he's got the skill. Absolutely. I think that and if she's cool with that, quick to be like, got to put the mouth down there. A lot of the time, if you know what you're doing, you can do just as much damage with the hand. But in a there's good way. something about like the warm mouth and the tongue and, and the, the wetness intimacy, and the thing. And yeah. I get it. But and some women don't. They might prefer the fingers. I'm just saying, yeah. pay attention to that. And foreplay is really important. And I was thinking about men, but and women. We we expect that we're going to be great at pleasing our partner right away, and we're going to be great like you oral hope, sex masters. But right. anything that is worth doing and that we value in life is going to take time, and it takes ten thousand hours to become oh, an expert. They say. Again. So I was thinking. I don't buy that. I don't well, my buy friend it. slept with this guy who was like twenty years older than her, and it was the best oral sex she's ever had. Mm-hmm. She's like, well, he's put in the ten thousand hours. And I thought to myself, maybe he has, and maybe in life. For sex I'm not saying you need 10,000 hours but just everyone go easy on yourself and you can you get better each time or you get to you and really it's all about paying attention and it's not even so much about like I've you know I learned with this clitoris number six that I saw that it's more about just being in the moment being present paying attention to your partner and you pick up the skills I always say that you pay attention to your partner you don't get lost in your own world it's it's a It's the tango. It's the two to tango, right? You got to be watching what she's doing or what he's doing and pay attention and, and zone in on that. Uh, the the 10,000 hour thing, I just, it, it's, it popped up because of a, a popular podcast recently and a guy that has this yeah. theory. That theory, did you feel like I was fairly proficient at uh, running Loveline and, uh, you know, making everything happen over there? Oh, uh, sometimes. What? <laughs> yeah. How? I mean, I got 6,800 hours. I don't even have 10,000 hours. 17 years of love line every night. But I think the driving back and forth, that it was in your consciousness. That's uh-huh. part of it too. Well, and apparently, according to this, uh, I don't know how to wait, run. Wait, wait. Actually, 15, you know what? That's 16, this is a horrible example because I fucked up that's a lot a on love line. That's a horrible example. Fact, I had the N no, word no, go honey, through on air. I knocked once. people no, off. No, you were yeah. great at love line. But I liked, what I, I liked those studies because... Obviously, nothing is set in stone, but I feel like I'm doing the show for 12 on years. What, though? It depends on what you're doing, too. If it's like, you know, taking a shower, I don't think it takes 10,000 hours to learn how to take a shower. Simple things, you know what I mean? Like, but really good things that take a lot of skill. You I can hack. Maybe. You can hack things, too. There's yeah. like, if you're paying attention, I just think it's all about paying attention, paying being attention. focused, and processing things once you learn them. I can't. Yeah. What? It's it's hard for me to believe that people could have sex and just kind of mail it in and not really think about it while they're doing it, you know? Just kind of like, all right, go through the motion. It's like, it's such a intense thing and I guess there are a lot of people who do that a lot of people a lot of people don't prioritize sex think about sex and that's what I was getting at I mean this has been my whole thing lately mm-hmm. you know I guess if you're gonna do it do it right well here but but we make sex so taboo well yes so challenging we make it so difficult we make it so scary we have so much fear around it that we just shut down to it altogether. but yet sex is this the most pleasurable thing on the planet that we can experience whether we're alone or with a partner but we don't nurture it like masturbation we don't i, I have to like encourage people right. right and they do it and they're like oh yeah i masturbate i feel better and same with whether you're in a relationship or single you have that release orgasms are important for your overall health mm-hmm. sexual health and i think that people just are like you know what it's i don't have orgasms i don't have the same stamina or the same drive as my partner or i have this weird fantasy i feel guilt and shame for masturbating yeah. i'm just gonna shut sex down altogether. that's a, an american thing more than anything else. i think it is too yeah. and because so the puritan rules are still lingering a bit and uh, we still have a hangover from the people that actually uh, kicked the in the native americans out like all those wonderful people brought their puritan ways and now we got so many hang-ups with sex and exactly. it's so weird whereas in europe you hear it all the time like you know they got the boobs on the billboards and no one really cares they're it's fine. free and they're talking to their kids about pleasure and they're talking to them about safety with sex but here we're just so confused yeah. and no one's exactly and no one's parents can talk to them about sex and and so i'm just saying that i really hope with this show that we are helping people ask the questions and prioritize that's why i started off telling you about your vacation and saying like i just watch it every day i was at a party last night too with like 30 women right and they were all married mm-hmm. it was like a women like a 
it was like a designer right. party dresses clothing Sounds whatever. awful mm-hmm. yeah but it was cocktails so one cocktail and every single woman telling me their things right around sex and relationships and, uh, and it was just the combination of like they whatever they wanted more sex than their partner or they their partner want you know it was all the same things that we hear but that had been a while and, and they're happy in other ways but it's just they're not fulfilled entirely. no they could here. they could do better right back and to then the I'm kid thinking, vacation thing too like <sighs> yeah. i think when they're when they're really young like right now like you can just put them like in, in a little pack and play in the bathroom and, and you know the wife and i have fine have a fine time on the vacation once they're like two or three and they know what's going on it's like mommy daddy what are you doing in there that's when it's really important I yeah think, but, to but leave I, them at home but you still she's, but he's still there she's still thinking about him she's still like oh can you get, that's not true anderson i'm telling you right now okay. that you need All that right. one night one night go to the motel six i don't care yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. I'm right. They've actually redone the Motel 6s. They got a hardwood floors. Really nice. They got a 50s vibe. Fabulous. Yeah. Hardwood floors. That's Good so look. sexy. Yeah, it's easy yeah. to clean have the uh, Have the a jizz staycation. Get way. your mom when your mom, whatever Those places are filthy. Ew. True. <laughs> Bring your own. We'll leave the light on for you. <laughs> Please don't leave the light on for us. Okay. So in sum. Summation, yes. Summation of this article is that we all really want our partners to be able to communicate about sex and we really want them to go down on us. <laughs> and... That's just as important as having sex and just kind of going through the motions that the more you communicate with your partner and the more you pay attention to their needs and oral sex is a great place to figure it out, the better sex you're going to have. How many different uh, variables were, I mean, how many, like, there yeah. was communication, sex, okay. oral sex. What was the I least? I didn't go through all, how about this? There was a great cook. What was the least important? The least important was great cook. And here were the choices. Great cook, people. Like, I got DoorDash now. You can just order whatever you want. Exactly. You don't need cooking. Keep the house in order. This was kind of concerning. Men, it seems like like 50, 47% of men thought that was important. I'm like, that's not going to be my guy. Yeah. Keep up his or her physical appearance was in 60%. Mm-hmm. Romantic. That yeah. was actually high too. People want romance yeah, that, over sex. That dies after you get to know someone, right? No, but Let's it just doesn't it have to. I know. It doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't have to. I still do little things, just light a candle and, you know, go out and get her takeout from her favorite restaurant. And yeah, and she remembers it, you know, like a year and a half later. Remember? Yeah. Little tiny gestures. Even, yeah. Doesn't take much. I love that you do that. Do you want a sex tour to take home? No, I'm good. Okay. Thank you. All right. So we're going to give a shout out to our sponsors. We're going to move on to emails. Thank you everybody for supporting our sponsors. We love them. And I'm so glad that you all do too. We'll be right back. If you're ever curious about where to start with a toy, let me help you out. For many, a compact massage wand is the perfect choice. They're small, easy to use, and feel amazing for external stimulation. Hands down, my favorite is the Mystic Wand Rechargeable from Vibratex. The curved handle makes it so easy to really stimulate and pleasure the right spots. I love that it's silent and powerful with different patterns that all feel so good. There's a lot packed into this curvy, sexy little wand. It's equally fun to play with alone or with a partner. The Vibratex Mystic Wand Rechargeable is available now. Get yours today at vibratex.com or by clicking on the Mystic Wand banner on my site. Looking back, a lot of things changed my life last year, but the biggest impact came from using my intensity as part of my Kegel exercise routine. I've been doing it for over a year now and the results blew my mind. It is so easy and satisfying to use. It does your Kegel exercises for you automatically. I just lay back and let it do its thing. Besides no longer worrying about accidentally peeing when I sneeze or cough or laugh or send a text, I have kegels of steel and my orgasms are stronger and more intense than ever. The intensity looks like a rabbit vibrator, but it has two pads on the shaft that deliver gentle electrostimulation directly to the pelvic floor muscles, essentially performing an extremely effective kegel workout. When the creators noticed that the only reported side effect of the intensity was an intense orgasm, they added pulsations and an external stimulator, 
turning the intensity into an incredible vibrator kegel exerciser hybrid. I could go on about the intensity or you can watch the video review I made. Just click on the intensity banner on my website or visit pourmoi.com slash Emily. That's P-O-U-R-M-O-I dot com slash Emily to learn more today. Anderson. Mm. Hi. Hi. Time for emails. So if you have a question you want me to answer on the show, I love that. We've made it really easy because you can text us now. Text. Text us. You can text Ask Emily one word to 797979. Because some people have said, I texted Ask Emily and they did the space, but it's one word. So it's, it's all, it's just Ask Emily 797979. No, see, this is so good we're clarifying. Yeah. This is like real life. Ask Emily. So you pick up your phone yeah, and I, you. We don't have to start from there. And you there, go 797979. You go like create a new text message. And then in that text message, you write Ask Emily one oh, word. Oh, so you guys can And then you know. press send. Okay. And then what they get back is they're, they're going to right away get a reply that's actually the form that you fill out on the website. Mm-hmm. So they can just right there fill out that form that says, "Hey, we sell it to everybody." Okay. Yeah, she's joking. Um, I'm kidding, You're not you guys. Get a bunch of, like random weird <laughs> no. like, sunglass sale today only. The only bad thing that can happen, and who knows, you know, glass half full, I might send you a. Naked picture by mistake. By a mistake, if you're, yeah. If you're in yeah, her phone, you know, if you're my phone happened. late night, I'm out drinking. Who knows what could so happen? So the number is seven nine seven nine seven nine. Yes, that was a good Ask year in like. Pittsburgh sports. The Steelers and the Pirates both did won not know that championships there. Why not six nine? It was well, exactly, taken? dude. I knew you were going to say that. That's I'm what glad I, you did. All it. I can do is fruit. every time I say seven nine, I'm thinking, why not six nine? You know, you the know world is isn't ready for that yet. You're better than that. I am better than it's that. Six, and then, nine, you know what? Six ten. nine is so obvious. Yeah. And I use six nine for something else in my life. And every time I have to call them and say it, they don't think it's funny. It's like ATT or something like my password. Mm-hmm. Thanks if we can break into that. But not seven really. Seven nine <laughs> is actually still the sexual position. It's just the person's decapitated. Exactly. <laughs> One of them. Which is really hot. Yeah. So anyway, do that. Sex with Emily. And then you could also go to the website, sexwithemily.com. Click on the Ask Emily tab. Really easy to do that as well and fill out your form. And when you do that, you ask a question pointing at you, your age, where you live, and how you listen to the show. Okay, can't wait to hear from you. Let's do it. Uh, where, do, where do they send their faxes? <laughs> I think we should bring back the fax. I did radio so long that I remember the fax did, machine. I hated the fax machine. I hated it too. It never worked. Because like well, like one of them every 10 was actually from a listener and a lot of the time would just say fuck you and bubble writing or something, right? Really? Uh, and then the other nine were just like ads. Oh, remember all those ads? That's so the worst. Right? Yeah, and we just waste your ink. You're right. Fuck You're the right. fax. All right. Fuck the fax. I think I used to get fax at the, um, I used to get, can I just tell you about my mail? Did you guys used to get mail to Loveline? Uh, yeah. Letters? Yeah. So when I started my show, I had um, a bunch of prisoners at San Quentin mm-hmm. who would listen because the show was on from 11 to midnight. I was on the radio right. in San Francisco. They were there. I liked they the prison ones because it was always the best penmanship. Yeah, no, right. I'm not kidding. They were, no, I, I agree. And they, they would write me these really long letters and then I still have it. There was one guy who drew a picture of me mm-hmm. on the back of a truck. It was like mud flaps. Yeah. And on the mud flaps. There you were. On the truck, it was my me and my picture. Naked. Right, kind of naked-ish. You were naked, yeah. Yeah. And I thought that was very... They, you realize I they probably framed it. rubbed their, their oh, genitals yeah. all over those pieces of paper. You realize <laughs> Perhaps. Yeah. It went to the station. But that was, those were good times. And you guys, I'm not saying you should write me a letter now. Just go to the website. Yeah, just go really to the website. Let's Don't keep the penis pictures. off of it's the cool. uh, actual physical You just darken drawing. that whole memory for me now. Semen. Hi, Emily. I'm a massive fan of the show. Thanks for all the wonderful work you do. I have a difficult question and I love your advice. For two years, I dated a much older man who aggressively pursued me. He was highly manipulative, controlling, and narcissistic. He sexually assaulted a friend of mine and me as well while we were dating and I stayed with him. I finally left after he started trying to limit my contact with my friends and family and told me that I needed to respect him more. He wanted to be 
polyamorous and me to be monogamous with him. Being in a relationship with this man is the biggest regret of my life. A year and a half has gone by and I'm struggling with a lot of uh, fear around men. I realize a relationship may not be possible for me after this, but I consider myself a sexual person and would love to pursue sex and casual dating again. Any ideas on how to face my fears and enjoy sex again? Thanks so much, XOX, Nick, a female, 26, Melbourne, Australia. Melbourne. Nick, thank you so much for um, emailing me. I'm really glad you got out of this traumatic situation. It sounds like it was really painful and not a good time. How long did she spend in it, did she say? (sighs) Two years. Because it's a really great learning it's a lesson. It's unfortunate that it took two years of that awful, awful lesson mm-hmm. because there's a real gla- glass half full uh, scenario yeah. here as well. No, I think so. I think so too. I think that it's great that you realize how unhealthy that is and to go easy on yourself right now. And it's totally fine that you don't want to jump into another relationship. In fact, I would say that probably not the best time, right. but it is a great time for you to to get into therapy and do the work right now around it because when you experience any kind of trauma in a relationship, family, sexual trauma it's really something that it doesn't go away it actually just gets worse when you repress it and so right now it doesn't sound like you're out drinking and you're distracting yourself and having sex with a lot of people you're actually contemplating this and i would say that therapy would be a great place for you to go in and heal right now and figure out what you want so it won't happen again i think that is a silver lining that realizing it that this pattern was so destructive you won't let this happen to yourself again. The fact that she's 26 and she's actually saying out loud in an email yep. that she thinks she might not be able to ever have a, a relationship again, that's heartbreaking. It's, it's awful. She can absolutely have another relationship. Absolutely. Uh, here's the good news. Pretty much any guy that you end up being with or in the future, any relationship you have is going to be way better than this uh, absolute piece of shit guy that you, you were with for two years. Uh, there are many others out there like him. And there's a chance that without therapy, you will pick another one that's just like him. Because chances are you got the broken picker that we've heard about so so often from something that happened in your past, which is all the more reason that you need to get therapy. But the good news is that with some therapy, and I don't think that she's anywhere close to a lost cause, after a little bit of therapy, uh, she will be able to actually have a a good relationship and be shocked at how good uh, it can be to be in a good, healthy relationship with a good, healthy person. Exactly. They absolutely do exist. That feeling when you break up with someone, and especially with something like this that you think in your 20s or whenever that you're like, oh my God, I will never find that person again right. and I won't be healthy, but you will be healthy. And she might even feel like uh, guilty because she might even miss part of that relationship. And that's natural. Like awful relationships still have good parts to them that you probably are melancholy about that it's gone. Don't feel guilty about that because that's part of the, right. the deal. And I think that the key here is that if you, like you said, if you don't go to therapy and, and and what I mean by go to therapy, I don't mean go three times and check in and right. like, oh, I feel better. I mean, like you go for a year and yeah, then it starts a working. Box. It's not <laughs> right. a checkbook. You go and you go every week and you commit to it like it's your job. You will not be attracted. You won't allow yourself to date the same kind of people. But when you don't, like you said, this is when we repeat these things. And then it's 10 years later. You're 36 going, why am I dating these kind of guys? Yeah. But you won't. And. And don't, it sounds like she's willing to give up. I heard, you know, I'm a sexual person. So I think she's thinking about maybe just having sex without any kind of connections. That's not going to happen. It just can't happen. If you're any semblance of a, of a healthy person, you can't just have sex with, with people and not have feelings for them. I develop. Don't, well, well, I don't know if that's necessarily true. I don't think that right now that can happen for her. 
But I think that if she has a healthy attitude towards sex and dating and relationships again, it's not going to be this year. Okay, she could have casual sex. She could possibly, but still, what I'm hearing is she's giving. She's almost willing to give up on relationships, period, and just have sex for the rest of her life with no strings. And she's missing out on something that's great, which is a healthy relationship. The other side of it is so as important as sex. Right. She's a normalized sex for herself again and figure out how to whenever she gets back into dating, which I Nick, I don't think you should do it right now. You can figure out what kind of relationship you want to have with sex and your partners. Okay, let's move on. Hey, Emily, I've been a longtime listener and a fan on a daily basis. It's a fan, Anderson. Fanatic. That's short for fanatic, which is, I can't, you know, I love you. I don't use the word fan either, but I I feel like when I was talking about you, they're Anderson fans. I get, no, mine too. I have the self-loathing, like fans, my fans. Like I just, I I love listeners. listeners. But then some people are like, I watch your video. I'm like, are they my watchers? What do you call my audience? They might be fanatics, you know, because they beat off to you as well. There's a whole nother layer. There's that whole Snapchat audience don't send me those pictures <laughs> i will block you okay hi emily she will cock you. no a lot of them i answer at sex with emily on snapchat but then when it's like do you have I like a, a masturbate to you can i like, block dick pics in the and they're ready oh, yeah. in your library that you just send back to them because that'd be good no I that'd should. be a good combative move no i'm no? not gonna engage okay don't you know what i do i go to the uh block and then they're gone from my life forever. Hey, Emily, I've been a long-time listener and a fan. Here we go again. On a daily basis, I try to incorporate your advice in my marriage of 18 years. I've been a fit guy throughout my entire life. About a month ago, I started training for a marathon. I'm a fitness nut, and I've always trained six days a week. For this marathon, I've dropped 10 pounds in the course of 45 days, and I've stopped all high-caffeine pre-workout drinks and all sugar drinks. I've now been able to go long periods of time before having an orgasm. I've struggled with premature ejaculation in the past, and I tried Promescent based on your recommendation. Is this newfound sense of stamina a result of the weight loss, intense training, or the reading of caffeine and sugars? I'd love to know your thoughts. Keep up the great work. Dak. Dak. 43, New York City. He's been married Dak for 18 years? Dak sounds like years? a strong dude. Yeah, 18 Jeez, years. Dak. Yeah, good for you, Dak. Knock and good for up. you for staying in shape. I'm telling you, it is so important to to stay healthy, be healthy, keep challenging yourself no matter what age you're at to get in shape because everything, your sex life will improve when you eat right, you work out, you're going to want sex more. And yes, Dak, I do believe that the reason why you are lasting longer has a lot to do with your health. I'm sure it does. A healthier diet, weight loss, or will all contribute to that factor. Also to, to your ability to last longer in bed and have more stamina, but also our sex drive does change throughout our lifetime. So he's 43 now. Yeah. And I, like, you know what? You he got like married he, when he was 25. That's not crazy. I was thinking, because he's younger than I am and he's been married to eight, 18 years. So that seemed crazy to me. But when I did the math, 25, that's, no, that's, that's like right. normal. That's normal. Get, yeah. Right. I'm not normal. Uh, yeah. I think just being relaxed too helps you with your sexual performance, oh right? Like, yeah. Being relaxed. Being yeah. Healthy. You got that nervous energy and you, you feel like hell and you're just kind of uh, getting it done. You know? Right. Exactly. So I feel like I think keep up the good work. I think that's amazing. And promescent. What we've talked about is a great thing to use for. Doesn't sound like he needs. Dak doesn't no, need the But he said he used it in the past. Oh, he did. Sounds like it worked, but yeah, it sounds like you don't need it. But and I don't. Have you ever read any studies that uh, correlate uh, caffeine making you come faster? I, I've never heard that. I, I've never read any studies about caffeine. I have read studies about marijuana and other drugs uh-huh. and alcohol, uh-huh. but not about caffeine. But it makes sense. It would make total sense. I don't think it's just the caffeine, though. I think it's probably a combination of the. Of the working out and the health yeah. and sugars. Losing the weight and but, all that um, stuff. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And everyone's body like reacts to caffeine differently. This is fun, Anderson. What is it? Just everything. Just being with you. Dear Dr. Morse, 
I've listened to you on Loveline and I always wanted to call in and talk, but I was embarrassed. I have a reoccurring issue that I'm looking to resolve. I'm always getting myself in relationships with women where it feels like I'm no longer in control and I'm not experiencing a shared dynamic in the relationship. It always starts the same. They like my personality, my drive, my ambition, my big circle of friends, and how close I am with my friends. After a while, the girl I'm seeing will begin to try and change me. I usually let them change certain aspects of myself, and I always try to make them happy. Unfortunately, it always snowballs into more and more requests, and I no longer feel like myself. Mm-hmm. I recently broke up with my girlfriend of two years for these reasons. In this case, she was pressuring me really hard to change a lot about myself and simultaneously disconnect from my group of friends. I understand the part where a relationship is a priority over friendship, but why do I keep finding myself with women who want to cut me off from anything around me? Thank you very much for your time. I truly think you're doing God's work by guiding some of us who don't know how to guide ourselves. Best, Brian, 29, Los Angeles. Brian, okay, so this is a, this is actually another one of these pick or broken questions is what I thought about. I thought about a lot of things about this. It's really interesting. Uh, I've that, thought of a few things too. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. The, the cycle of of why we could go into the why it could be from his childhood growing up. Right. It could be that he's attracted to controlling women because of his mother or his grandmother. Or who, who knows the dynamic paid out in his house with his parents. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, that could be why, but right now we got to work on you breaking this cycle with the picker being broken that you're picking these kind of women. Cause he's making, it sounds like Brian, like he's sounding like, like it's happening to him. You're but attract- exactly he's making choices. Right. You're making choices and you're attracted to these kind of women. Or, is it a self-fulfilling prophecy because he's looking for it in everyone that he dates? And what are the habits that, uh, or, or the things that he's doing that these women are trying to get him to stop? Well, we don't know. He I, didn't okay, say. So he could be like, you know, slamming heroin and hanging out with like white supremacists. I don't blame them for trying to get him to disconnect with those people and stop slamming the smack, you know? I agree. And when I read that, well, no, I don't know if that think he's doing that, but I was thinking to myself, well, what are these habits? What are how the many, habits? Like, you're, how old are you? He's 29. So what are the habits that they want to change? I, was I like, married a person healthy? who changed me and she, you know, doesn't like me drinking as much. So I don't drink as much. She didn't like me hanging except out with some night. of my, except for last night. She doesn't like me hanging out with, you know, my, uh, my bad influence friends. I don't see them as much anymore. And I, it's, but it works and it makes sense. And it's a, I'm a healthier, better person for it. Right. And women in the past, they try to change these things in you as well. No, most of them didn't. They'd actually encourage them and they enable me. And I, I, I saw an early grave. So. Yeah. Right. Okay. No, I get it. And there is a healthy, there, when you, whenever you date someone and we, we always think, you know, you we're attracted to partners who make us a better versions of ourselves. Right. Hopefully. I mean, I think that that's a great part about being in a relationship is when you trust someone. Stanley. Stanley snoring. My oh, dog is on stand oh, on. I love up. him so much. Look how comfortable we are together. He's just falling into my arms. Snoring. So I feel like, um, that, yeah, it can be very healthy, but if you're dating these women who are like, you're my project, I'm going to fix you. I'm going to fix you. And you don't feel like at this point that you need any help, Brian, which sounds like, Maybe you do. we don't know yet. Yeah. We don't know. What the I feel like there's is. not enough information to give actual advice here for, for Brian. Yeah. But I think that, um, let's see why it's unhealthy. I mean, cause here's the thing that, that, that I feel like Brian, he has a big circle of friends. He's oh. close with his friends. He's got a lot of drive ambition. He's close with his family that in a way, some guys kind of are attracted to that controlling thing. Cause he kind of just wants to be able to, to give it up or he thinks that's right. Or that that's the right dynamic. So what I would say is if you do want to change this, Brian, let's say, there's not anything destructive that you haven't faced yet mm-hmm. in your life. Um, and Brian, maybe if there is, this will be a great turning point for you. But let's just say that you're a healthy guy. You're right. leading your life. You're leading a good life. You're a good man. You know, you pay your taxes. Benefit for the doubt. Um, benefit for the doubt that I feel like how you got to break the cycle is recognize that it's the cycle that you're in, that you're picking these wrong kind of women. And then do like duty dating. Like we talk about that. Like go out with the, the, the women that you do 
don't necessarily think that you'll be attracted to. We right. call this due dating because you just say yes. You're like, you know what? I would normally say no to this. It's not what I'm instantly attracted to. Right. Maybe my heart went pitter pat when I saw her across the room and our eyes met. I just said pitter pat. That's when you should actually turn away. Like the people that you're instantly attracted right. to. Used and to then say you go, butterflies, not lightning bolts. Right. Butterflies, not lightning yeah. bolts. Exactly. So look for the people, not the women who make you feel that familiar, crazy, you have to have her obsession if that was one of your things, but someone who just makes you feel a little more comfortable in a different way and then go out with them and, and try that. There's way more women out there that are not controlling than are controlling. I think the controlling women are actually in the minority. I think you're right. At actually. least from what I've dated, but maybe my my picker was well, broken. Well, that's the I don't thing know. too. I mean, I'm not I'm not that kind of woman. I'm not controlling at all, believe yeah. it or not. No, I mean, I, I could see, yeah, I could like see like, someone dating you not having any of these issues that Brian's having. Exactly. So what I'm saying is maybe you should go out on a date with Brian. Right, and let's see if Brian, I will not try to change you. They try to change me. That's the problem. If if he says, "Oh, Emily's trying to uh, change me," then we know that it's him, right? Should I just do this? Should yeah, I just date him? Go out with him. Okay, Brian, give me a call. Um, also, I feel like you have to also date like it's your job. So let your friends and family know that you're actually looking to date. Like I think that's really important to like let everyone around you. If you don't want to go on apps, I just feel like the second you do that, people are always you know they might not in that moment, but friends are friends. They yeah. parties, invite them, let them know. They'll know what's right for you. The person's already checked out. The maybe. best are usually when you meet somebody through a friend of yours. Like so true. Friend of a friend. So true. So good luck, Brian. Let us know what you want to do. I can't really date you, Brian, but I'm here to help you. Too always. late, Brian. So this was fun, Anderson. It was so great to see, to see you, Em. Thanks for having me back. I thought you were never going to let me back because I, God forbid, had a child and uh, needed to bring him <laughs> with me. My apologies. I'm so glad you brought. Didn't know child. that it almost ruined your entire staff's dynamic. No, she's fine. She's mm-hmm. she's recovered. She's back. I feel like everyone hates each other now because Atticus was here <laughs> for a couple hours. No, we love Atticus and we welcome him back when he's like can drive. Um, but thank you. And everyone check out AndersonCowan.com and all your podcasts. AndersonCowan.com. Yeah, and I've been doing these chats with Andy and uh, I can't do much, M, especially when I'm a stay-at-home dad and the bills are, I'm in between jobs, right? I'm waiting for my movie to get complete here so I'm doing these chats with Andy's and they're really fun Anderson's fun to talk, talk to I gotta say 50 bucks and we talk about everything they're all different sometimes I'm interviewing you sometimes you're interviewing me it's back and forth you ask about Emily ask about Love Lab, all these different things ask yeah. about the movie and then I record it too I record it from my end and I send you uh, so it's like a little mini show almost oh my god you just rec- and you can listen to it you using those sound engineering whenever you skills. like or you can never listen to it again but like if I become like a you know infamous mass murderer or something you can say hey I talked to that guy once here's It'll the proof dissecting your entire psychological profile yeah. from all these conversations. I love it. That's great. Because Anderson is interesting to talk to. Anderson Cowan. Actually, when you call me, I answer. And most people oh, like that's him. nice. Yeah, because you're pretty nice. fun. I wouldn't pay 50 bucks, but I feel like I get Bitch. it for free. Well, no, I think you should. right now. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I love you, honey. No, that's awesome. Call Anderson. Thank you, everybody, for listening to the show. Remember, you can follow me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at Sex with Emily and Snapchat. Did I say that? And thank you to my amazing team. I love you. And thanks, everyone, for listening. Was it good for you? Email me. Feedback at sexwithemily.com. You know, I've been a little obsessed lately with the toys from FD London, but have I told you about their latest little marvel, the G-Pop? The G-Pop is for men. It's also for women. What I'm saying is the G-Pop is for everyone. For the guys, the G-Pop is perfectly shaped for prostate or P-spot stimulation. Not only does prostate play feel great, it can help you stay harder longer. Use it for solo play or wear it during intercourse for incredibly intense orgasms. For women, the possibilities are endless. The G-Pop can be used for anal play, to target your G-spot, or as a clitoral vibe. The rechargeable G-Pop is one of the most versatile toys I've ever tried. Like all FT London products, it's made from hypoallergenic silicone and is 100% waterproof. To order yours, click on the FT London banner on my site or visit gvibe.com.